Pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, And with that hammy call, it is time for another episode of a Swing and a Tribe podcast, part of the Press Play Podcast Network. I am your host, Mike Voorhees, and alongside me, as always, my co-host, Brent Spillen. What is going on, B-Spills? Hey, Mike. I'm doing all right. Is there any big news that's kind of going on right now in the Indians world? Big news. Uh, Spring training, almost over. Yes, but something Um, else that just came out. Oh, right. In tonight's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about Indians owner Paul Dolan, his interview with The Athletic, and comments that he has made regarding our beloved shortstop Frankie Lindor, as well as owning the Cleveland Indians. So Zach Meisel wrote this piece from The Athletic. It was titled, Paul Dolan discusses the dollars and cents behind the Indians' payroll, strategy, and Francisco Lindor's future. So Mike, before we kind of get into this and talk about this a little bit, what is your initial reaction after reading this? Why is he talking to The Athletic? Like, we don't hear from the Dolans much. Oh, you mean you mean why is he talking in general? Yes, exactly. And the fact that he's talking about dollars and cents about the Indians' payroll uh, Frankie Lindor's future, uh, we re- I realize that that's, that's a huge deal, but I just want to play baseball. Can we play baseball and let the let the other stuff happen in the off season? Like that's that's what I want. It is odd timing that Paul Dolan is saying this. The season starts in two days. Yeah. <laughs> so why would this come out now? It's all about timing, right? Yeah. This is not good. Let's dive into this here for a little bit. Paul Dolan was asked about his take on $300 million deals, and this is a quote that he said. You don't know. Probably the day when we do a deal like that is when somebody else is doing $1 billion deals with somebody else. <laughs> that's, that, that, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> like, okay, so that's saying you're going to be way behind the times? Like, come on now. I know, as a fan, doesn't it instantly say, we're not re-signing Frankie, so stop asking. You could probably mark every possible all-star that we have, not just Lindor. With that statement right there, that tells me he may not re-sign any of our studs. Bauer, Jose Ramirez, whenever they become a free agent or before they become a free agent, they may look to deal them now. And that, As a fan, that just frustrates you. It drives me absolutely crazy what do you think the anger level of the average cleveland indians fan is right now on a scale of zero to ten 27 <laughs> i know probably that's probably an understatement I- i'm torn like i get kind of where he's coming from but i see from a fan's perspective why i would be so mad but this is kind of the way it's always happened but my big question is why say it now we're in this window of winning with this team, with Cy Young candidates, where we have three of them, two MVP candidates, and we have this handful of years to win, and he's talking about this now. That's the thing that gets me. And, you know, these financial books are not open to the public, you know, but as a fan, we kind of don't care. It really doesn't matter to no, us. We so, don't care. Yeah, and I can see, like, because we're cutting payroll right in the middle of this window, and that is frustrating as a fan. It's not smart when an owner talks sometimes. Yeah. Isn't this why we have PR people? I know. It's just so odd. Did anybody double check what Dolan was doing that day? Like, did anybody go, okay, Mr. Dolan, on your schedule today, this is what you have going on? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, Zach Meisel met him at In-N-Out Burger. I don't know. Well, and, and caught him off guard. I, you know, 
kudos to Zach for getting him to. Yeah, to, no, to yeah, he guts. did. He did his job, and this is what this is what came out oh, from it. Just bad timing. So the article goes into a little bit. He talks about the San Diego Padres. Kind of compares them to the Indians, and the Padres payroll is ranked behind the Indians. Yep. This is most likely going to change after this Manny Machado deal. This is a comment that Dolan made in regards to the Padres and the Manny Machado deal. They'll bump up against the issue with having so much of their payroll tied up in one guy. So I'm gonna have to take. I'm taking a couple deep breaths here before I talk because I, I I automatically like I can feel the my blood pressure beginning to boil. The Padres will bump up against the issue. What? They're not gonna run out of money. Guess what? If they win and Machado's playing well, they'll get their TV deal. They'll be on national nationally televised games. The, the fans will come and watch this team if they win. But if they can't build around him, He'll, they'll trade him. Who's going to take that on? Well, that's a conversation for another day. After talking about Machado and the Padres, Dolan was asked about the future of Francisco Lindor as an Indian. And this is what he said. Enjoy him. We control him for three more years. Enjoy him, and then we'll see what happens. So, Mike, as a fan, how do you feel when you hear that coming from the owner? He's leaving. That Lindor's not going to get re-signed. So that we better take it all in for these next three years because in three years, he won't be here. That absolutely puts me over the edge in anger towards Dolan. Like, why would you say that? So you're basically closing the door before an opportunity even arises that you can sit down with Lindor's people, with his agent, and and get a deal hashed out. Lindor loves Cleveland. He loves playing here. You don't want to give him the opportunity to be potentially the greatest Indian of all time. Wait, now I'm trying to be optimistic here. He did say we'll see what happens. Maybe that means he'll change his mind. You think? No. He's not changing his mind. You can tell by the article, the language in the article. He's not he he doesn't seem optimistic at all. It is tough. It's what's also hard as a fan of the Indians and a fan of the superstar Frankie is that are we going to embrace him the same way we have, knowing that Dolan said this, that he's gone? I have a feeling you're going to see a lot of enjoy him signs at the stadium this year and for probably the next three years. Now, would you buy your son his jersey? Yes. Like I'm thinking, like, would I? And I know he's going to be here for a couple years, but I want to spend the money on that. Him right now, he's been one of the best Indians for, I would say, the last few years. Would Would you indulge me on that one? Yeah. Okay, so if my son comes to me and says, Daddy, I want a Francisco Lindor jersey, I'm not going to rob him of Lindor potentially leaving. Because in all honesty, no, we don't know what the future holds. We don't. In three years, the Indians could sign him to a contract. Do I think that'll happen? No. Yeah, but will you embrace him as a player? Yes. I want him here. He has been my favorite player since I watched him in minors. So, yes, I will support him for years to come, even after he may or may not leave the Indians. Yeah, I'm a big Frankie fan as well. I was just kind of trying to throw that out there to see, you know, this is this is probably what's going to be, you know, a narrative throughout the season and the next couple of years. Like I said earlier, I'm trying to take this optimistic approach. You have to, Some of us have to. But what helps me with that is that we have a good farm system. We do. In a couple of years, we're probably going to have one of those top five, top ten farm systems again. An example of the good farm system, granted, this is a very small sample size. Just a handful of games ago, 18-year-old shortstop, Brian Rochio. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. We're probably not, but if I think not, it's I close. apologize. It's close. So he played in one major league spring training game this year. He went two for four 
with a triple and an RBI, and he had a ridiculous play from short. I remember seeing it, and I thought very few shortstops could make that play. Yeah, Kluber and Tito were both clapping after that play. Absolutely. So that's just that's just one guy. So in the talk has already been, is this the guy that's replacing Frankie? Like that's already the sentiment. Everyone's already expecting him gone. But like you said, he's 18. He's got a little ways to go. One spring training game. Let's not get overly excited. He's not the only guy, though, in the minors that could potentially take that spot. Speaking of this farm system, do you think we should trade a pitcher to build it up even more, knowing this type of stuff's going to happen in the future? No. You don't think Our so? Our window of opportunity to seize the, that World Series crown that seems to be out of our grasp just barely. We have a stud rotation, in my opinion, number one in all of baseball. I don't want to break that up right now. I don't. I want to see what this team can do. I still, I still feel that they can win. I don't want to make any trades right now. None. Unless we're not giving up anything and we're getting something that's going to help us win right now. Yeah, I agree. If we traded a pitcher for an outfielder that's going to produce for us, that's a different story. But for the farm system right now, I'm not there yet. So here's another quote from Dolan. On balance, I would say that if you can put a team together that has a good chance of getting to the playoffs every year, as opposed to being the absolute prohibitive favorite, I would take the former. Would I want to go all in for free, for a few years with big money and high-profile players? No. I would rather make the playoffs every year and hope we get hot in October. All right, so I hear your take on that, but you're actually agreeing with what Dolan is saying. Just this. This is the I'm gonna only say, this thing. I'm going to say this is his whole point. Well, this is why I'm trying to stay positive because he's like, if we can compete without giving those big money contracts – Hopefully we can get hot and make it to the playoffs. So that's kind of where I stand. So I kind of like can see where he's coming from. It just doesn't make sense to say it right now. Let me kind of make a comparison, Mike. Okay, make a comparison. Now, before I say this, I understand all sports are different. All salaries are different. Contracts are different. Players are different. Unions are different. So I'm going to try to make a comparison to the Cavs. Okay. I know this isn't 100% apples to apples. I, I'm, not, I'm aware of that. Now, Dan Gilbert, we know he spends. It's the complete opposite of the Dolans. So I get that right off the bat. But he went all in when LeBron was here these last four years, sacrificing the future for the present. But obviously, when LeBron left, the Cavs are not a very good team. No, they're not a very good team this year. <laughs> we have to hope we can get a top player in the draft and win the lottery. And he went into Gilbert went into the luxury taxes, so he spent and spent and spent. So because he spent all that and was in the luxury tax, he has to come back down from that is what he's doing now but it's going to take them a while to get back to a winning franchise. So we've had overinflated contracts and bad basketball. I mean, my point is that we see what spending and sacrificing the future can do to the present, and that's what Dolan's point. is like, I don't want to do that because I know what can happen. We've been making it to the playoffs. We're winning Central Division titles, and we've had a chance. We were one out away from the World Series. We were up 2-0 in the Yankees. Yeah. So that's what he's kind of riding everything on. Here, here's my here's my, my point here that I'm going to make. I understand what, what Dolan is saying in that he doesn't want to give up the farm because you don't know where you're going to be in a few years. But I, I just want him to sign Frankie Lindor to whatever contract he wants while he's here because I don't want to see him go on somewhere else and become an even bigger superstar because then it's going to be like, well, what? You're going to play that what-if game. But that's not that's not the point. 
the point is that Frankie can be a superstar elsewhere, but other bigger markets can pay and they can still build around that team. The Indians, they've never done that. So why can't baseball just get a salary cap? Well, that's a question. Is it ownership or is it the way baseball operates? Baseball needs a salary cap. I'm so tired of the big market, small market stuff. I just want to see what it would be like if teams had a salary cap. The Yankees couldn't buy their division. They couldn't buy their championships. Yeah, I mean, that's true, and that's definitely a topic of conversation. But specifically focusing on Dolan, a lot of fans are saying sell the team then, you know, sell the team. So Dolan's actually bought the team in 2000 for $323 million. That seems really cheap. I know. And according to Forbes, you know, they're worth more than a billion dollars. Dolan mentioned that they have lost money in the last handful of years. And when he was asked if he would sell a team, this is what he said. I don't know. I don't know that we plan to own it for 20 years. You just don't know. There's no plan not to own the team. I'll put it that way. My parents are aging, so things could happen. So no other owner has actually owned the team longer than the Dolans. Nope, 20 years. This is, this is their 20th year this year. So let me ask this. Do you think the Dolans should sell? Yes. Please explain why. I didn't even have to think about it. Sell the team. Here's the problem I have. You're going to go on an, on an article and you're going to say that you're losing money. Okay, It's a business. We understand that. If you're losing money, sell the team because you're obviously doing something wrong. Because what owner would keep a team that's losing money? Yeah, the books are not public, like I said. They're not, but he's admitting that they're losing money. So sell the team. If you don't want to own the team, sell the team. I'm, I'm hoping he sells the team. I don't think he's saying he doesn't want to own it. I mean, I understand, but... I don't see that happening. I, I think that Cleveland has... Why not? If you, you said all the stuff, everything we've talked about with the small market teams and, and not putting the money into it. Like, who says a team is going to come in here, or sorry, an owner is going to come in here and buy it and put all this money into a small market team? I just don't see it. They could easily take this team and move it to a bigger market. You could, but here's the problem with that. Cleveland loves baseball. I understand that the Browns are always going to be this city's number one team. I get it. And when the Cavs were winning, the Cavs were right behind the Browns. But guess what? Cavs are on a down. They're heading downwards a little bit. They'll rebuild, and they'll be good in a few years. But the Indians' time is now. We're, we've got all the pieces, potentially. You know, Brent, I know we have stud pitching, and we may be missing that little piece of a power-hitting outfielder. But have no fear. Carlos Gonzalez is on the way, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Carlos Gonzalez, you're going to bring him up in this? We're talking about the Dolan interview, and you're going to bring up Cargo. I'm telling you. He's coming. Dude, smiling from ear to ear, everybody. He's coming. Uh, if you find an owner that loves this city like like we do, he won't move the team. But he might pour in a bunch of money, maybe get a big lucrative TV deal that gives us enough money so that we can go out and maybe get one or two decent free agents. Maybe not being able to spend the 300 and 410 year contracts, but maybe you can get a guy on a four-year deal, five-year deal, and give him some money. Wait, I think there's way too many question marks with a new owner trying to come in here. I mean, who's going to have billions of dollars come in here by this franchise with the attendance and the local revenue in the bottom third of the major league teams? And it's not even the, the top sport, like you mentioned, in Cleveland. The TV contracts mm -hmm. in this area are not the same as they are in these bigger markets. I'm say, That's what I'm saying. So that's yeah. why I'm like, like, I can see where Dolan's coming from. As a Cleveland fan, as an Indians fan, I'm kind of so tired of just being so negative about the town and the sport. So this is tough. 
It's said, it's done with. Now I'm excited for this season. Like we said, we have Cy Young candidates, MVP candidates. Barring any major injuries, we're going to be in the hunt. You know, we should hopefully take this division, and you never know what can happen in the playoffs if we can make it there. Obviously, me and you, Mike, we're both ready for the new season to start. So kind of just wrapping up today, our overall thoughts is I'm kind of torn. I felt you were kind of against Dolan, but I feel you kind of are a little bit towards Dolan towards the end of our conversation here. So let me be clear. I'm against the fact that he gave an interview to The Athletic and said some of the things that he said. I feel that an owner is better seen and not heard. I understand some of the things that he said. I understand that baseball is a business. But at the end of the day, I do not want to see Frankie Lindor in another jersey but the Indians. I agree. I want Frankie to be here. But realistically, we have to understand he may be gone. For me, I don't know why Dolan would come out and say these things right now. But at times, we want players, coaches, ownership, front office people to be honest. And we don't want them to just give us a bunch of stuff we want to hear. So he actually was honest. So I appreciate his honesty. But the timing was not right. So I still don't know where to stand on this overall. But let's just get ready to play some baseball. Dude, I'm so ready. You know what? What what is said is said. It's over. It's done. Guess what? Tomorrow's a new day. And we're one day closer to Indians baseball, baby. All right, Brent. In a social media-driven world, how do they find us? Okay, on Twitter, at Swing and a Tribe, at Mike Voorhees. That's you. That's me. And me, at B Spilla. You can also email us at podcast at aswingandatribe.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're super excited for the start of the 2019 Indians baseball season. I don't know about you, Brent. I'm ready to talk some more tribe. Let's go, baby. We'll see you next time. Who keeps you cheering year after year? Who's got the ballpark? The best is all right here. Who's got the fans with so much Cleveland pride? Who's talking baseball? Talking tribe. We're talking baseball.